fellas, fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. Hello, good morning, and welcome. 555 on Star Water 2.1. It's Wednesday morning, September 6th, 2023. You know what I found out recently? What? The number six, excuse me, the, the, the word sixth. 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 The British say sixth. 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 S-I-K-T-H, effectively. So sixth. Sixth. I listened to a podcast done by a British gentleman. He talks like this. Don't all the British talk like that? Well, no, he's got like the greatest voice of all time, John Hopkins. And he always talks about like like Henry, like uh, Louis the Sixth. Sixth. The Sixth. I'm like, what? I had to look that up. I'm like, wait a second. You look. thought he was saying it wrong, yes. but they all say it that but way. But then again, I, Sixth. I said they did come up with a language, you know, England, English. You know, we speak yeah. Mar- we speak American. So maybe yeah, we, we tore it apart. Maybe, maybe we were wrong, but no, it's the sixth. Sixth. And we are going to be talking about pet peeves today. We have a post up right now. And we're going to judge, because you know us. We're, we're going to judge. <laughs> we're on, not judgy, but we'll judge. Uh, we'll judge your pet peeve on valid or ridiculous as BuzzFeed starts this conversation with an article they put up. And they took a poll on people's pet peeves. And then others voted on the pet peeve on whether it was valid or ridiculous. You know what my pet peeve is? When somebody tells me my pet peeve isn't valid. Well. <laughs> huh. Because think about it. If it's a pet peeve of yours, who are you or anybody else to say, well, that's not a valid pet peeve. Have you ever said that about anything else you judge? You know, we all judge. But we so. all judge. And, and so Even for if the, you think you're not judgy. And so for the, for yeah. the sake of, of the Mark and Kim show listener, there's a Facebook post up right now. So go there. What's your pet peeve? And we'll judge you on. No, we won't judge you. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give it validity or, or tell you that it's ridiculous. Like, Which is being judgy. Here, here's some of the ones. This is um, 82% of people think this is a valid pet peeve. When someone puts their shopping cart next to the cart return, but not in the cart return. You go to all the trouble. You know who I think that is, though? I think that's the people who are parked, like, right there next to it, and they just sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. push it over there and just don't go. Um, Is that worse or, I'll say valid. Valid? Yeah, I'll say it's valid. Valid, Pepe? Yeah, I think it's valid, What about the ones who come out of the, like, you come out into the vestibule where the shopping carts are as you're leaving the store? Mm Mm-hmm. And you just literally take your gar- your garbage, your, your groceries out of your cart and leave the cart standing right in the vestibule. You don't take the effort to like slide yeah. it into into the line, like into the, into the into the row of carts. You yeah. just you just pick it up and you go. Unless just, there's somebody there to mm-hmm. take it from you, like then like oh I'll take that. How about this? You want to you want to turn right on red, but the person in front of you is going straight, blocking you from going right on red. Is that a valid pet peeve or ridiculous pet peeve? Just go around them. No, dear, you can't just go, oh, my God. Oh, yes. In her world, <laughs> is that a shoulder move or is that just moving other people out of the left lane so you can go, or you'll just bump them out of the way and then get out and find out, oh, it's my friend. We'll just stand in traffic and talk for 20 minutes while other people are going around us. Well, we'll get into those coming up. Get on the Mark and Kim Show Facebook page. And uh, it's already started out. I see that Michelle and Peg and Sasha and Aaron and Courtney have already kicked in. Chris and Misty and Denise. And uh, we'll talk about your pet peeves. We'll tell you whether they're valid or ridiculous. We'll have Tyler on the Facebook page entering 
the comment, mm-hmm. valid or ridiculous, as we do it live on the air, coming up just after 8 o'clock this morning. 88 degrees, 88 fun-loving degrees today. No chance for rain yesterday, but we got rain yesterday. And now we have a chance for oh, rain I didn't today. Get rain, you got rain. Oh, I got rain. I got I got mm. double rainbows. Oh, really? I got everything yesterday. Yeah. Did not get one sprinkle. Well, you know, halls. It's always it's always shining. You know, Louisville <laughs> in halls. Oh well, you know, black clouds, Kim. <laughs> if I'm around, there's black clouds. And then uh, 88 today, 86 tomorrow, 84 on Friday, getting into the mid to lower 80s by Saturday and Sunday, and mid 80s for next week as well. It is the Mark and Kim Show. Reachable. Eight six five six five six. 7827. Star 102.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station, 608 with the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. We've got some Digicies coming up next, which with uh, a certain police department knows how to deal with animals and drivers. Drivers and animals. There's certain things that uh, need to be, I would say, you know, this is a pet peeve of mine. Speaking of pet peeves, and we're going to, you know, you'll, you'll decide if my pet peeve is valid. Because I can tell you right now, a police force in Australia believes that my pet peeve is very valid as they pulled over somebody for having a parrot on their shoulder while driving. <laughs> Which I've done. You've done that before. I know. All right, we'll be back. Yes. Selena Gomez now. Single oh, soon. Selena Gomez on Star Water 2.1. It's 11 minutes after 6 o'clock on this uh, Tuesday. No, Wednesday. It's a morning. Wednesday. Best thing about a three day week. It's the short work week after. <laughs> but what do we. Another right. another radio station? Case? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, driver was stopped by police after they were found at the wheel uh, at the wheel with an African gray parrot. Hey, oh, that's what you had. Even. The Cadillac of birds on their shoulder. Uh, the officer said the driver was pulled over because animals could, uh, should be in suitable carriers or restraints. Now is we that, do believe in that. But yeah, but is that a law? In the United States or in Tennessee or wherever. Because you continuously see dogs in the laps of drivers while they're driving. That's like, true. And if you believe, if you think about that, we that's one of our pet peeves, both of us. Mine. Yeah. We hate to see dogs in drivers' laps in particular. Yeah. Well, I guess cats it, it, and raccoons count for that too. Because you know, I saw a raccoon it. in Fountain City in a guy's lap. Driving? You remember I showed a picture. The guy had the raccoon in his lap and it was just like a dog. You sure he had just hadn't manscaped? No, it was a raccoon in his lap. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure. You sure you weren't being flashed? I am sure. <laughs> Dude, Boy. clean that thing up a little bit. It's starting no, to look like it. a raccoon. No, it was a raccoon. <laughs> stop it. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. You still have the picture? It's on our Facebook page. We have a picture of a man with a raccoon in his lap on our Facebook page? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, it's been a while, but it's sure on that, there. You sure that Facebook didn't step in and <laughs> no, because it was pull a that raccoon. down? <laughs> so, yeah, animals should be in suitable carriers. I don't know if that's a law in Tennessee, but if it is a law in Tennessee, I'd like to, I dare anybody to call in or to text into the show and say, yeah, I was pulled over one time because I had my dog in my lap, and I guess that's against the law. Not only is it unsafe to drive because it's in the way of you steering and all the other stuff, but then just in case, oh, I don't know, you have an accident and the airbag deploys, guess what's going to happen? So why is it different to have an African gray on your shoulder, which it's you not. did before? Well, actually, it wasn't on my shoulder, but it did sit on the seat off of my shoulder. And that was because I was sick of the, do- of the dog, of the bird pooping on my shoulder. I actually did. I tried that whole, let me just go ahead 
and carry a parrot on my shoulder. He wanted to be a pirate. <laughs> no, I just wanted to have a parrot on my shoulder like Kevin O'Brien in college who had an African gray parrot who, who you know, I just thought, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. So, yeah, then after, then you'd feel the, you'd feel the bird start to clinch. You knew it was about to poop. And then, yeah, always down the back of my shirt. I actually so. met the parrot at World's Fair Park as he came walking in with it on his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Well, I brought it with me that day. I know you did. Okay. Thank you for the. So I met it. Okay, but so yeah, they, so they've uh, they they've ticketed him and fined him for an uncrated animal while in a vehicle, um, and that may be different than in the back seat or on the side seat or whatever. But still, please, please, is my pet peeve valid to not have your dog, cat, or raccoon in your lap while driving? Scroll back on our Facebook page and show me the picture of a man with a raccoon in his lap that Kim supposedly put on our Facebook page. Have you found it? It's right there. Okay. Well, it's not in his lap. It's hanging out the window. And you didn't. Did well, you... it's in his lap. I mean, it has to be in his lap to hang out the window. And what's the big purple stripe through the middle of that photograph right there? Did we give you crap about that before? Cause... Yeah, because I was trying to. Yeah, I what, was going to. I was going to point an arrow at it, and then I tried to erase it, and then oh, I couldn't. Uh, it was all a mess. Okay. That anyway, is a raccoon. That's not. It a, is a raccoon. I told you. That's not a problem with manscaping. No, okay, it's not. just making sure. Thanks. Some clouds and some rain today. 88, a 30% chance of a rain shower today. Kicking in maybe that double rainbow that I saw yesterday. Double rainbow. A double rainbow. <laughs> uh, temperatures do drop into the uh, weekend where the temperatures will be in the mid 80s. It is the Mark and Kim show on Star Wars 2.1. We were talking about pet peeves of animals being in people's lap. Uh, this yeah. animal wasn't really in the lap, but it was. Are you talking about raccoons again? No, I'm not talking about raccoons. Oh, please. <laughs> All right, something you saw? No, I didn't see this. I saw, but some people did see it. I guess we'll not talk local. About, we'll talk about it next. Nicki Minaj, last time I saw you, you had a raccoon in your lap, or you're just happy to see me. I'm not sure. <laughs> Nicki Minaj on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. Soaky Mountain Water Park passes. Giving those away. They are still open for the weekends because you know it's hot. And so they're going to be open. We've got tickets. Her versus him. Mark versus Kim will be the list today. Coming up 7.20-ish, 7.20-ish. That's a time that doesn't mean now, just so you know. When you call him three minutes ago, yeah, I'm calling about the Soaky Mountain Water Park passes. Yeah, 7.20-ish. Yeah, that's later. That's right. So a guy was driving a full-size bull in his car in Omaha. Full-size bull. You said he was driving yeah. a full-size bull. In his car. Driving a bull. Yes. What do you, how do you drive a bull? In his car. The bull was riding in his car in the passenger seat. Driving. The guy was driving. When you say the driving bull a bull. The, driving you know, a bull around. Yes. Okay, driving a bull around. Yeah. But you said he was driving a bull, which meant I thought he was sitting on it. No. And like the like the handlebars were his horns. No, you ride a bull, you drive a car. So he was driving his car, the bull was in the passenger seat. Full-size bull. And I mean this Is guy, this you is this just you with wild animals in the laps and passenger seats of cars? Well, we is, were talking about, you know, animals being in cars. This is the bull with the huge horns. That's I mean, a Texas Longhorn. Yeah, yeah. The car you can see is cantilevered there to the uh, yeah. to the side of the bull because I guess the, the bull's a little heavy. Now he did have one of the cattle racks over there. Could you, you know, could you expand that? Out. Could you expand the photo? Just I tried finger. to, and it keeps going uh, back. Let me so see. May I see it closer, please? You, you Make can. sure that there's not some sort of Photoshop magic. Done. Okay, so what he's got is a pen attached. So he's built his car. Yeah, he's got like that well, cattle well, rack well, over there. On and, the side. and I see a key word on this page that you've missed completely. What? Nebraska. I said Omaha. 
I said in Omaha. Oh, I thought you were just doing your Peyton Manning impression. Omaha. Uh, no. So the guy was driving around, and, and like you said, the, the car's cantilever. And I love the way he has little bullhorns on the front of his car, too, like you see sometimes. Yeah, that was an unfortunate bull incident mm-hmm. when the bull fell out of the car, yeah, so he just collected up what was left. And- so people were calling the police in Omaha and saying... We see this guy driving with a cow. Some people were saying a cow. And so they assumed it was a regular cow, you know. But well, then when they see the guy, it's this bull with the big horns. You no, know, a bull is just a male cow, right? Well, yes, but bulls uh, are bigger. Yeah, I understand, but they're know. still a cow. Well, yes, but okay. they're bigger. Usually when you're talking about a bull with horns, you know. A Texas longhorn. Yeah. May I see that again, please? You may. So this is, or do they have a problem with certain vehicles being allowed for livestock transport? And certain vehicles, because this looks to me like some sort of Chevrolet. Yeah. And I don't mean like a Silverado pickup no, truck. No, it's this like is a sedan. Like a, like a, I can't even tell, maybe it's a Ford, oh, it's a Crown Vic. I think it's a, yeah. it's a former police car. Now the, the, the side, the passenger side roof had been removed as well. So, so he's he, like cut out around it. So it's like he, and it's he's almost built a, like he but they see drives the yellow, this bull around all the but time. But he's got yellow gate on, like a yeah, fence. The, like that's a, like a. The cattle a, rack over there. That's, yeah. Yeah. Just like why you would, would see on the pro- side of it. Okay. Why would it be a problem? Why would it be a problem? Well, people were a little surprised by I'm it. I'm asking though. Well, I'm going to, I don't know. Why is it a problem? I don't Well, what if the cow falls out? But it didn't. Yeah. So anyway, the car is a retired police cruiser from Nebraska oh, Village. Right. Okay. You were. Uh, and, and the cow's name, the bull's name is Howdy Doody, by the way. And the guy says he likes to take him for drives sometimes. Is it against and, um, the law? That's all I care about. It's not. Okay, then it's stop. Not. Then people should just stop complaining. Well, they were just a little surprised to see it. And they were afraid that it, the, the people who were calling the police were afraid that the guy was harming the cattle in some way and that it was you know bad and they said it's probably not the safest is the, way is, to is, is the dog owner harming the dog by letting it hang its head out the window well if the car if the no. dog falls out of the car and he gets hit well, or something but, that's the, the, but the cow didn't the, fall the, the bull did not fall out of the car mm. so you're making these analogies that but none of this happened to this cow so mm. it shouldn't be a problem but i just again you with the animals and cars thing well they said as long as he has car insurance a license and private you know mm-hmm. he's i can okay. see a flow on a new progressive commercial probably riding that bull and yes star one a 2.1 knoxville's number one hit music station we come back the list has grown another gender reveal death Another one. We'll talk about it and the others coming up on Star 102.1. 649 on Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Crop duster reveal for another gender reveal. This one happened in Mexico, so it doesn't count towards the U.S. total of now seven deaths. Mm. This is somebody crop dusting a gender reveal to show that a baby is going to be born female. The pilot then crashes and dies. Mm. Yes. So sad. July, let's see, July 8th, 2017, Ohio. 22-year-old woman killed and eight others wounded when two men opened fire at a gender reveal party. October 26, 2019, a 56-year-old grandmother was killed during a gender reveal party when she was struck in the head by a piece of metal from a pipe bomb that was exploding to show what color, pink or blue. San Bernardino County, the El Dorado Fire. The El Dorado Fire, one of those named fires. Yeah was started with a smoke-generating pyrotechnic device for a gender reveal party, which ended up killing a firefighter. February 6th, 2021, um, Evan Silva, 26, died at a gender reveal party when a gunpowder-filled novelty signal cannon blew up, exploded, 
struck him 15 feet away. Oh, my. February 21st, 2021. Father-to-be Christopher Peckney was killed while working on an unspecified contraption for his upcoming gender reveal party. Not that he was revealing his own gender. No, but yeah. His baby's gender. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Kim. Kimberly. Kim. Sorry. I know now that if I don't turn off the radio, <laughs> if I don't turn off the microphone. It's Billy Eilish on Starwater 2.1. You got the Market Kim show powered by that there Ooten Law Firm. Increasing rain chances midweek as we see a little rain chance today, a little rain chance tomorrow, not so much for the weekend. Actually, Vols game Saturday, Neyland, great weather. Warm highs, mid-80s, dry, slim chance of a few showers late Saturday afternoon, but nothing to concern ourselves with. Terribly. Looks like it's uh, still 80s into next week as well. So we're waiting for those first 70s. Funny you should mention the ball game at Neyland. Mm-hmm. There's Why? some challenges with parking on campus. No. Oh, I know is, you're shocked hold on. by that. Breaking news. I know. Parking challenges at UT. Stand by. We got Soaky Mountain Water Park passes coming up for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. That's 720-ish on Starwater 2.1. And also, just after 8, we will judge the validity of your pet peeve. Because you know that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Valid or ridiculous, if you've got a pet peeve, put it up on our Facebook comments. And in real time, we'll judge valid or ridiculous. And if you think you have a ridiculous one, go ahead and put it up. Because more likely than not, I would assume, I've not looked at the comments yet, that most of your pet peeves are pretty valid. All right? I'm guessing that right off the bat. But Probably. But we have a whole list of valid versus ridiculous. We'll get into that coming up. And we need your comments just after eight. So I see a Facebook post on my friend's list the other day. A post. A Facebook post. And my friend says, driving my son to the first day of school. The challenge with that is, is her son is a college student who lives on campus. <laughs> then why is a mom? Or doesn't live on campus. Who doesn't live on campus. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so. Wait, wait. Why, like, why, why, why does he not drive himself? He drove himself, drove around, tried to get a parking space, could not get a parking space, drove back home, had her drive him to drop him off because there was no parking. Now, we have a tech that works here named Mallory. Mm-hmm who was talking about this just last weekend. She was saying that she literally, literally, not like literally. Like figuratively, figuratively, literally. Yeah, literally cannot find a parking space on campus. Well, so then they were, this mom was looking into it and found out that UT sold two times more permits than spots available on campus. That's like overselling a flight for an airline. Exactly. Did they offer $10,000? For the kids who can't find a parking space to then give up their parking pass or no. what, a, you know. No. They should have rule. That's against the, that should be against the rules. Well, now, you know, they always oversell a little bit because not everybody's on campus but two and at a half the times, same time. Two and a half times. But I thought that was, uh, yeah. Two and a half times. I don't I, know what the calculus is on that, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah. So now moms who thought, oh. These kids are going off to college. I don't have, I'm mom's taxi no longer. And this kid, the, her son, said uh, she was going to drive him up to, he had a class like up on the hill for the class that she All was right. taking him to. And mm-hmm. then he was going to walk around the rest of the day to his classes. And she was going to go pick him up later. Or one of his friends was going to bring him. And she said, he goes, no, mom, don't drive me up there. Just drop me off here and I'll walk. Because he's a new student at UT, wanted the UT experience. So he didn't want to be dropped off at the door of his class like, High school, but you don't get. Do you get? 
you get made fun of in college when mom drops you off know. on the hill. He didn't want to find out. Oh, look. <laughs> Steve's got a mom taking him. He didn't want to find I'm sorry, out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Braylon's got his mom taking him. Caden, oh, that's Aiden, right. Caden, 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 Flayden. So there's been news articles about it and everything, but when I saw that post... What I about the like, downtown oh parking? Is that available to students in terms of get there first, get the space in Johnson or uh, AJ parking or what are the other ones? I forgot all the names, of course. I mean, anybody can park Market there. You Square. pay the parking or whatever. You can park right. and still walk down. But that's... If you think about it, when you go down for downtown parking, mm-hmm. like if you're going for lunch or something, it's not always easy to get either because downtown, our downtown is thriving. So it's busy. Yeah, but is it busy work-wise? Not, I mean... Yes, it's a lot of restaurants and shops and stuff like that, but is it a 7.30 in the morning thriving as in you can't find parking downtown in any of the garages? Can they find garage parking? But it's, that, that's beyond the issue. It's, the issue is that UT has done this, and there's no solution. There's absolutely no solution no. for it. Now, they're, they're saying, well, in a couple of years, we'll have other parking garages, because if you go to the Strip... Yeah, a couple of years. Know, yeah, a couple of years. That doesn't a lot help of moms So meanwhile, the, moms yeah. and dads are having to... And they're saying, well, you can take the T-Link uh, cat bus... You know, the so you have to, that's what they call it. The tea link for, uh, you know, the, okay. like the power tea. Maybe they gave you tea on the way. Like, here's a cup <laughs> of tea a to get you over. It's a spoil. Yeah, but people are well, not happy. And they shouldn't be. No. That's that's crazy. You pay Two. big bucks, you get a parking pass, and then you can't Oh, park. so that costs. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh. You have to buy your parking passes. Oh, geez. Yeah. Like the school's they not don't charging just give enough. It to you. Is there a lottery? Like, uh, what do we have? The Hope Scholarship? Is there a parking scholarship that maybe you can get? Know, like wouldn't a, that be great? Oh, my God. We got our contestants ready to play her versus him, Mark versus Kim. When we come back, it's going to be Aubrey versus Bryant. And the game is the list on the way after Doja Cat. Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. It's Doja Cat. It's time for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. We have the ready Bryant... And we have the hopefully ready Aubrey. <laughs> Took her a while. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the boys that give us a problem with like cell phones. It's a- Aubrey, are you there, my dear? I'm here. Aubrey, what has happened, dear? Your 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 phone doesn't sound great. Are you back on that damn speaker phone again? No, it's just it, it shifted itself. Did it? Okay. <laughs> See problems. Hi, Bryant. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the show. Good morning, how are you? Good. Well, we'll see, I guess. We're playing the list today, and we're playing the list for... One parking pass and four tickets to Soaky Mountain Water Park. Check online for special end-of-summer days and hours that you can enjoy your favorite water park. All right, two lists. Who, who starts the list today, Kim? Um, boys go first. All right, the boys will go first. That'll give eh? Aubrey time to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, so uh, it'll be uh, top. It'll be the ten things on the list. She's written down words or phrases. I'll try to describe these to you. List this list to you, Bryant, over the seventy-five seconds. Aubrey, pay attention. If we have to skip one or run out of time at the end you have a chance to steal points if you want to okay Aubrey I need you to come off that speakerphone my love okay it seems she's trying to but it keeps nah, switching itself nah, back on nah, nah. Hmm. okay all right it's just hard for me to hear y'all well <laughs> that's gonna be a problem <laughs> we'll just make we'll make do all right, All right, Bryant. <laughs> Try to figure it out while the boys are playing. Uh, all, right. all right, Bryant. On your mark, get set, go. Uh, this is uh, you, you wear. Uh, you'll wear this on your head if you're playing a sport that involves a diamond. Okay. 
It's a diamond and 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 bats and gloves. Kendra's mask. mask. No, it's just what you wear on your head. It's just another word for you know something you wear on your head is a baseball cap. Very good. Um, these are not the small A B C D E F G, but all of the taller ones. Capital. Yes. Capital. But finish that hole. Very good. Yes, yes. Nashville, um, Olympia, Washington's. Uh, like um, the, these are the main. Uh, what am I trying to say? Yes. yes, very good. Thank you. God, I was horrible on that. Um, this is a drink that you have before you go to sleep. It's an old term for a drink you'd have. Right? Hey, would you like to have a blank? And it's a drink you would have. No, it's a, a no, it's a it's a alcoholic beverage that you have in the evening right before you go to sleep. So they say you would like to have a. I'm gonna pass this. I'm gonna pass. All right, this is on your car. It's on the outside of your wheel. Um, it can fall off. We no, it's all, it falls off a lot. We see them on the side of the road a lot, and you can go buy them on the side Rams. of the. Okay. Very good. Um, if right. score, score master Steve. That's four for Bryant, and Aubrey can steal one. Aubrey, do you would like? Would you like to steal one? Nightcap. Nightcap. Very good. Baseball cap. Capital letters. State capitals, which I stumble through. I don't know how you got that, Brian. But good job. Nightcap. Hub cap. Recap. I didn't get to kneecap. Capture. Thinking cap or closed captioning. Current score is that is four for the boys, one for the girls. Aubrey, are you ready? Yep. All right, Bryant. Listen, you have a chance to steal some points at the end of the round too. Okay. Okay. All right, Kim. There you go. On your mark. Get set and go. Um, this is when you place your car in the wrong place while you go in someplace, and then you get a piece of paper put on it while you're gone. Parking ticket. Yes. Um, this is a um, the old school uh, plastic that you put on a hill and you and you put water on it and you ride down it. Plastic on a hill and you put water on it and you ride down it like in the summer. Uh, yes, very good. This is a um, when you're dead and they put this on your uh, lower extremities at the end of your foot to identify you. Um, do you know what that is? Okay. Yes. This is a, um, the, the football team in Nashville that represents our state. Do you know who they are? The Titans. Okay, but what Tennessee state? Are, yes, thank you. This is a, um, uh, uh, the, the big vehicle that drives through our city and, um, you can pay a ticket to ride on it and it's a, not a car and it's not a van, but it's a bigger vehicle and it's the, Bye-bye. yes, but what's the company? It's the, what they're called. The, um, <laughs> Scoremaster Steve, uh, Aubrey has five. She and he has four. Yes, and, and there's one he can steal. Correct. Bryant, can you steal that last clue there to tie the game? Uh, Greyhound bus. Greyhound bus. Is it Greyhound bus, Kim? No, it's a cat over. bus. The list was parking ticket, slip and slide. I skipped ski ball, toe tag, honeycomb. I skipped. You skipped ski ball for toe tag. She got it. <laughs> You're right. Tennessee Titans, Sauceritas, Mozzarella, Air Filter, and Cat Bus. Brian, you gave it your best shot, buddy. And Aubrey, with your connection issues and, and being a pain in the ass, you won it anyway. <laughs> yes. So congratulations. Thank you. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station, 746 on this mark. And Kim, show. I have a question. 
who's responsible or who's got the job? Is it a job to watch all celebrity Instagrams to see who unfollows whom and when? Because <laughs> they always seem to know, don't they? There's an, a, a big unfollow we need to tell you about next because how do you even know? We'll be back. Star what you point His name is Bakar, B-A-K-A-R. Helen back. 749 of the Mark and Kim show on Starwater 2.1. Sam Asgari, a.k.a. Mr. Britney Spears. Soon to not be Mr. Britney Spears. Divorcing, but has now unfollowed Britney Spears on Instagram. When you adopted your son, mm-hmm. you said, we, we have to go to the final proceedings to get everything done. And then there's the final final. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. final means final. Oh, no, 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 no. No. This is also the same woman who can have multiple best friends mm-hmm. so i guess the divorce is one thing which is the fight like the final phase of a relationship oh no the final final if we're going in adoption in adoption terms yeah is the unfollow on instant on social media i should say on instagram mm-hmm. and whatever and who the hell notices when someone because i saw somebody else over the weekend forgive me for not remembering i was on vacation Somebody else noticed, oh, yeah, someone was unfollowed by someone else. I'm like, in the millions upon millions of followers and people that they follow, how do you know when Sam Asghari unfollows Britney Spears? Which, of course, is the final final. Well, I think (laughs) fans notice these things. Now, the super fans always notice. But How much time of your day or how many times do you check in on someone's followings? To know when they've stopped. Like, are you just sitting around waiting for it to happen? I think some people do. I mean, yeah, granted, okay, so they're divorcing. You uh, you would assume that the unfollow is, com- is coming, right? Well, and she's the things that she's been putting on her Instagram, probably people are watching for that anyway. But there, are they watching the follows and unfollows on his Instagram? Not hers. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is his. He mm-hmm. stopped. I just don't. Who's got the job? Is there a job? It's like these, oh, be an ice cream taster for $10,000 and you could go a little, shut up. Don't you think probably like TMZ and companies like that have probably to. do have somebody who watches for the follows and unfollows? So your your first job as an intern at TMZ is <laughs> you're just nothing but right. you're monitoring watching this. follows and unfollows. It's a te- pretty big deal. If somebody could text us, if you know the answer to that, maybe there's an answer, I just don't know. But eagle-eyed fans noticed Monday that the actor, actor? Yeah, Sam Ang- Sam he was in something. Um, he's a model and he's a fitness model, right? Yeah, but he was in something. Oh, well, he's an actor. Oh. Stop keeping up with his estranged. They should just say strange wife on social media. Spears was just one of many casualties. Zasgari was following 327 Instagram accounts at the beginning of September, but has since trimmed down to 240. Sounds like a weight loss program. <laughs> 327 to 240 he's on ozempic he dropped some pounds mm, is there instagram ozempic yeah it's called divorcing britney spears i guess special ops lioness was something he was in special ops lioness uh-huh lioness like a lioness female? like a female lion not linus from charlie brown no no <laughs> i can see that there's a live action you want to see special ops linus with Schroeder on piano. And Lucy pulling footballs from Charlie. Oh, oh my God. Uh, yes. So I guess he's... So when someone is following, only following 327 people, I guess it's easier to keep up on who they follow and unfollow. But I, I don't know these things. But especially when one of them's Britney Spears. Courtney, Courtney writes in, texts in, I feel like they have algorithms that tell you when someone follows or unfollows a celebrity. 
Someone else has texted in who's got no name. There are websites in bots that track that information 300. Okay. Uh, maybe we need an algorithm, algorithm to figure that out. Um, or an algorithm. Uh, it's easy to check on who's following you and vice versa. Click on Brittany's account and then followers, then search for Sam Dunn, says Raven. I mean, yeah, but who's doing it, though? You know, who's got I the, mean, who's got the time to got, go through yeah. all the yeah. drops and ads? And, and how far down the celebrity ladder do you have to go before you stop checking their followers? You know, is that reality stars? Because you know when they, you know, oh, that makes news when so-and-so from so-and-so unfollows so-and-so and so-and-so. And well, there's always fans for everything. Though. I understand. So all right. somebody's keeping all up right. with it. Would you do me a favor and keep up on who's following and unfollowing the Golden Bachelor for us, please? You know, the 71-year-old <laughs> man. Star 102.1. Taylor Swift on the Mark and Kim show. Pet peeves. Are they valid? Are they ridiculous? Oh, we'll tell you. Oh, we'll tell you. We got your comments. You've left on our Facebook page. And we'll share those with you next after Used to Be Young from Miley Cyrus on Star 102.1. Miley, Star 102.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. So BuzzFeed asked the question about your pet peeves. Are these valid or are these ridiculous? And there's some pretty good ones in here for valid or ridiculous. When someone eats around you, but you're not eating. Only 9% of people say that you should be annoyed with that. That's, that's when someone else is eating, but you're not eating, that's, then you can just start to eat, right? Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Like if somebody brought food and they're hungry at the time that they're hungry, well then eat your food, right? Yeah, and if you don't have food, go get food. Well, whatever happened or, to the whole, did you bring enough for everybody thing? Valid or ridiculous pet peeve? Valid. Valid? Oh, you think it's okay? Yeah. Valid to be pet peeved by that? Yeah. Others are eating, so you should be able to eat too then. Yeah, you should be able to. Well, okay. When someone puts the toilet paper roll on the wrong way. That wears me out. 45% say that's a valid pet peeve. 55% of people say chill out. There's not really a wrong way to do that. So we take so, uh, we took some uh, Facebook comments. So jump on those comments there, and uh, tell we'll, we'll we'll judge valid or ridiculous on these pet peeves. And I told you guys that most of these comments to me were probably going to be valid. Well, I, it's certainly valid to the right. person who has it, right? But but just generally valid too, because mm. I mean some pet peeves are like you know like obvious, like when someone is just cruising in the left lane. Yes, Sarah. Valid, yeah, of course, valid. of course. It's just, it's remarkable that people either A, don't know, or B, don't care. How about this? Tammy's pet peeve, chewing with your mouth open. That's not just valid, it's rude. Yeah. That's a valid pet peeve. So yes, reply valid. Maybe just make it easier on yourself. V. V for valid. V. You're going to respond to the people in the comments. Okay. Right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, also, using the wrong word like won't and want. It's like wonder and wander mm-hmm. around here. Like, oh, I was wondering about. No, were you just walking around wondering? No, you're wandering about, but that's fine. Uh, Kaylee writes, not storing Tupperware with its lid. It makes a big mess and you have to hunt for one. Hate it, says Kaylee. Is that a valid pet peeve or is that a ridiculous pet peeve? It's valid. Valid. Now, Also she- calling all plasticware Tupperware. <laughs> oh, if it's not Tupperware, then don't call it Tupperware? That's, yep. Is that your pet peeve? It's one of my pet peeves. That's ridiculous. Why is that ridiculous? Because you call all plasticware Tupperware. Right, but do you call, <laughs> I bet you call all all um, tissue paper Kleenex. I bet yeah, you pretty much. Give me a Kleenex, so then what's the difference? Yeah. 
There's probably none, but it bothers me when do people you go call make, plastic Do you go make a, a Xerox or do you make a copy? Do you Xerox I make a copy. So you don't say Xerox then? No, I don't. All right. And by the way, if you store the Tupperware with the lid, then you le- then you're not you should have it stacked. You mean like maybe in the same drawer? Like all yeah, the lids in the, the same, same drawer? place or yeah. at least like I number mine. Like if the oh, bottom's 13, Lord. the lid's 13 and I stack <laughs> them in order. You, you don't. I do. Oh, how <laughs> I do. I'm going to say that's ridiculous. It's not even a pet peeve. <laughs> Maybe it's become one now. Oh, here's Elizabeth. We can just put the big V on this one for valid. When I let someone into traffic in front of me and they don't give me the thank you wave. Yeah, you got to give the wave. Yeah, that's valid. What if people claim, well, my windows are tinted. You didn't see me. When are the cops going to break down these glass windows that are over tinted? I want I want baton action. I want them coming up. You I want, want the, you I want really the, break down. I want I want <laughs> cop cars the way they used to be with two people in the cop car and somebody in the passenger seat as you're driving along and your windows are too tinted that they lean out of the passenger window the cop does and then bashes your window in with a baton oh because it's over. Yes. That those people that those are the people harsh. that don't want to be seen because they're texting or they got their dog on their lap. Oh, all those things mm-hmm. that bother us anyway. How about this one? Olivia's pet peeve is the door being opened while I'm in the shower. Now, do you mean the door to the shower? Or do you mean the door to the bathroom? I mean, people come in like the shower. Yeah. How often does that happen? <laughs> if they're opening the shower door, there's mm-hmm. probably a very valid reason they're opening the shower door, and I might be all right with that. All right. It's a val- valid. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Right already. Um, Just the bathroom door, though. You know. Rebecca's pet peeve, when people walk into the entrance area, like a store or gateway, and then just stop and block everyone else from moving. But the worst is is having a conversation on speakerphone where other people are around. So you got two yeah, people, you got that. two pet peeves here. Uh, the people that just stop in a doorway because they're plastered to their phone and don't know where they are, that's a valid pet peeve. Mm-hmm, very. Mm-hmm. Conversations on, on the speakerphone or... Walking around with FaceTime on your phone, but you're not looking at the phone. You're not doing FaceTime. FaceTime is on. Yeah, but they're just... But you're just holding yeah. it down to your side. You're yeah. holding it, and you're not being part of the FaceTime. Yeah. You can hear people, and you can see people on their All phone. All the time. Valid. Yeah. Valid, valid. I told you most of these would be valid. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be back. More of your valid versus ridiculous pet peeves coming up on the Mark and Kim Show. Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. We come back more of your pet peeves, and we'll determine if they're valid or ridiculous. And I'm going through the comments to find the ones that are right on the border between the both of them. Make it a little harder. Make it a little harder, yeah. Mm. None of these obvious. Of course that's a valid pet peeve. We'll get into those more ridiculous ones next on Starwater 2.1. Starwater 2.1, daylight from David Kushner. It's 829 of the Mark and Kim Show. Throw the big V or R, valid or ridiculous, into your comment about... Your pet peeves, who are we? Who are we to determine? We are the judges. We are the judges, <laughs> the jury, the executioners of your pet peeves. Mary writes, as a teacher, I despise the sound of grinding pencil sharpeners. I buy pencils sharpened to avoid it. Well, eventually you're going to have to sharpen those too. Mary, I finally found one that was little to no noise this year. I'm going to say ridiculous, Mary. That's ridiculous. Sorry. I don't know. We all have those sounds, though. It's like the, you know, like some people As a have teacher, the... that should become white noise to you. That should become something you just don't even hear anymore, like the children. But, you know, there is always that kid that goes and erases, I mean, it goes and sharpens their pencil, and they just sharpen and sharpen and sharpen. Right over her head. Um, 
that's a re. Uh, well, you then you're the, so she says valid concern. I say ridiculous pet peeve. What do you say? V- I say ridiculous. All right, put the big R on there. Mm-hmm. I think it's valid. Elizabeth, like I said, it's something you drown out after a while, like the children. <laughs> See, <laughs> doesn't listen to me. Elizabeth, whistling. I can't stand it. Her pet peeve. You like the whistle, though. I don't. I, I'll whistle, but I'm a uh, but I'm a good whistler. Bad whistling, though. She didn't say bad whistling. So whistling, I'll say that's not. A, that's a ridiculous pet peeve. Kim, I think it's valid. That's valid. All right, put the big V on there. Bailey, when people park by the door of a store instead of the parking lot to wait on someone, like you, I have, huh? Like you? No. You you All talked right. about this just a few weeks yeah, ago. In, in an area where there's a standing, you can stand. You can't park, but I stand. Standing and parking are different. You understand? No standing. If it says no standing, then you cannot stand. I don't mean with, on your feet. Standing is in a car, like inside the car. That's called standing. If there's a sign that says no standing, then I guess what? I don't stand. But you were around the corner and you said that you were waiting and you just I'm waiting. That's called yeah. It's a no, it's a standing area. You can stand. I think it's valid. It's ridiculous, Bailey. Valid. Call it. Yeah, valid. This bastard. Uh, <laughs> this is oh, this is one Kim does. This is one Kim does. Bethany has a pet peeve when you're talking to someone and they lo- and they suddenly change their accent to sound more country. You when you're telling you don't them, mean to. Uh, when you're telling a story, I tell you, you get that you get the girl on there and you start talking with a southern accent. You just get comfortable and you're no, telling it, the story. But you talk, just, but how you normally talk is how you normally talk, and then you put on a southern accent. You don't you necessarily talk, mean and to. You put though. your lips out. You're, 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 she just this weird. You don't necessarily expression. mean to, huh? You don't necessarily mean to though. It's just. Uh, I say it's it a valid happens. pet peeve. I think it's invalid. Valid. Ridic- ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'll say valid. Put the big V on it, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kathy, not getting in the right lane when the sign says which one is closed and expect for someone to let you over. Not not happening. This is ridiculous. I'll it's tell very you why. valid. I'll tell you why. Because they have proven, and you can see the video of it if you look it up, if you wait to the very end and then everybody zipper merges in, alternate merges in, the traffic goes faster. They have proven this. There's video on it. There's an uh, animated example of it. If you go all the way to the end of but the But everybody of the, doesn't listen, do it. If everybody if, would do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they don't. Well, they should. I'm going to say ridiculous, Kathy. Kim says valid because... Because she, everybody won't she, do she, it. She never lets anybody in. Yes, I do. Call it. I'll say valid. Big V. Mike, when I'm riding a motorcycle, I see Mike. I, I see people mowing grass... And they're blowing the clippings all over the road. Valid. That's valid. Mm. valid. Motorcycle valid. or no, it's valid. Sandy with a very specific one, according to uh, someone who responded. Jamie responded to Sandy when Sandy said, people who come into Krispy Kreme and take 10 minutes to pick out a donut and then have 15 people behind them. That is very and specific. Jamie's like, this is a very specific one. <laughs> that is very specific. <laughs> Sounds like this, this morning at Krispy Kreme. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> R- Renee, unannounced company. V, Valid. Unannounced company. Oh, you're probably fine with it. You love it. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. So it's ridiculous? It's ridiculous. Call it V or R. Valid. Valid. Put the big V on it. Felicia. Not Felicia, but Felicia. 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 Seeing or hearing someone biting their fingernails makes me nauseous. Popping knuckles repeatedly over and over again also gets under my skin. Repetitive noises. My wife's doing it all the time. She hates repetitive noises, but she constantly like picks at her fingers. I'm like, oh my God. Valid, Felicia. I do it. No, you do it constantly. I your do Fingers it, in your mouth all But it is valid. Valid. Thank you. Amanda, when people want to put the TriStar on their vehicle to re- represent our great state of Tennessee, but they can't even place the stars at the correct position. 
Like, I guess you're yeah. supposed to do it in like relation to the way Memphis, Nashville, and Knoxville are on the map. Is that what there is? There is a certain way, okay. but I'd have to look it up to know which way it goes. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, you but go. when you see it and it's wrong, you know All it. Right. There you go. Great comments, guys. Thank you so much. Single well, soon. From Selena Gomez on Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Are drinking straws, straws just going to go... <laughs> sure, I couldn't get that out right. My tongue got in my way. Are drinking straws just going to go to away altogether? Is drinking on the morning show going to go away altogether? Wow. I'll tell you well, why well, I think this in a minute. We don't even know what you think now. What are you talking about? 848 on Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim show. See if Kim can state this time what exactly she's trying to say about straws which i'm surprised didn't come out straws Mm-mm. i think i was thinking about not saying straws <laughs> but i'm wondering if straws are going away altogether because more and more places are switching to paper straws which didn't work and i hate them well they're still using them well then they we- then people won't use the paper straw and they want to get rid of plastic of course because you know plastic well here's the thing we got a paper straw over the weekend and and a to-go cup to go when we were traveling and it disintegrates down in the drink yeah it's terrible driving me crazy and then after you suck on the top part too it starts disintegrating in your mouth and you get little pieces of it and i hate it but i don't like to drink without a straw we're still talking about straws of course i'm talking about straws (laughs) and so it disintegrates and i hate it and then it ends up bending in the middle But go on. And it ends up bending in the middle, and it just, I hate them. Right. So, you know, we're not supposed to be using plastic straws. I have a hard plastic straw okay, that you can wash it, and you can reuse. You understand that plastic straws are part of a narrative, right? I get it. Okay, but, because there's plenty of plastic still being produced in the world, much more, quote, dangerous to the environment than the simple plastic straw. Well, that's not what okay. this is about. Oh. So, anyway, the oh. paper straws may be just as bad as or the pa- paper straws may be just as bad as the plastic straws. For That's what this is about. For the environment. For the environment and for us. They, they've done this study that now there's just as much forever chemicals in the paper straws as there are the plastic straws. So, it's not so, the, now so you're saying, not ingesting paper. No, it's not just the paper. So it's I was going to say, I still have spitballs from sixth grade in my bowel movements. Yeah. So. so they say that this these chemicals are getting in your body anyway, so now they're telling the companies and stuff that are making the paper straws that we can't use the paper straws either. And so now they're saying the only straws, the glass straws have this stuff and everything, are the stainless glass steel. Glass straws? Yeah, there are glass straws. I don't know if you've used them or not, yeah. but you can purchase glass straws. Glass straws. So yeah. anyway, the, well. the stainless steel. Really? The stainless steel straws, this is all these words I have a hard time saying, are the only ones that we can use that aren't killing us. Bring me a crystal glass straw from Swarovski, please. Well, you don't want those either. I must have it. Take me to Waterford Crystal in Ireland. I need a glass straw, please. I, I can't bear, along with my glass slipper, I need a glass straw to suck my beverage before it disintegrates in my mouth. So I do have stainless steel straws, but I don't use them all the time. But I'm going to bring... They're the safe ones. So these paper straws... Get rid of them. I hate them. Okay. I thought we were done with the pet peeves. <laughs> Ridiculous. Valid. Which one? Valid. That's valid. Yeah, go. Yeah, stop it with the plastics. Even without the forever but, but, chemicals. you know, the world today. Because you know the world populated by them there. People. Yeah. You know, people. They all have a narrative. They're all trying to sell you something. They're all trying to preach you. 
They're all trying to get you to do what they want you to do. Well, I didn't mean to get this you off why, on this. This is why, this is why, have you noticed the uptick in all the COVID stuff recently? Have you noticed all the famous people now getting COVID? Have you noticed it? You know, getting in colder temperatures and get your boosters and your masks and all the stuff that they have now proven. And it, if you've done research, true research, you know that it's, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg sitting off the, sitting off the sidelines of the view now because she's got COVID. Dr. Jill, she's got the COVID. You know. Oh, yeah. I'm not famous. I had COVID a month ago. Or yeah, I understand. And you were just fine, you know. weren't you? It was like a yeah, cold. It was just, yeah, you were just fine. You were just fine. Natural immunity. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, wait. We differ on this. You and I. Still a little wearing, bit. Still, still wearing the mask, are um, At the doctor's office the other day, they made me. <laughs> oh, did they? When I took Eli, part yeah. Part of the they narrative. Part of the narrative. Mm, Noah Khan, Star Water 2.1, dial drunk at 914 on this Mark and Kim show. I'm going to show the two of you all a mug, a mug shot. Okay. Of a human being that is currently on the lam. All right. Out there running away from the law, running okay. from justice. And I'll tell you right now, if I was Drew Barrymore, and this is the dude oh. Oh my gosh. that's stalking me. <laughs> he looks angry. I'm not afraid of many men. <laughs> I'll take an ass whooping. I don't care. But that dude right there is scary looking. Yeah. He, yeah. And this is the dude, I don't know if you remember the story. I don't know. Were we on vacation? It happened before we went on vacation where... I guess she's sitting on a stage interviewing somebody or being interviewed by somebody, and this dude approaches the stage and tries to get on stage, and they have to usher off. I think that happened Drew. right the, like the last day we were here. They, I love how they're calling him Drew Barrymore's alleged stalker. Oh, and then he's just got the name to go along with his mugshot, which looks like he is like he looks like the best MMA fighter ever. Yeah, yeah it looks like he, Jason Statham a little bit. He's got a Jason Statham look. Yeah. But he looks like he's a badass. You know, Jason's like 5'9", 5'6", 5'2", whatever he is. He's a little feller. But this fella, Chad Busto. Busto. <laughs> that last Chad name. Chad Busto. You got Busto in your last name. Busto, man. You know you know he's trouble. Busting him up. <laughs> you know there was teachers that had this kid in school. They're like, ah, uh, we got the Busto kid. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, what's his name? No, that's his name. <laughs> Busto the Clown. Oh, <laughs> Can you imagine showing up at the party? He just, he just knocks everybody out. I'm Busto the Clown. And just punches your lights out. I can see that right now. Hi, Busto the Clown. Oh! It's Busto. He busted oh. me. Can you make me a balloon? Oh, I got your balloon, kid. Yeah, there he's, he's, on, the, he's on the lamb, this dude. Chad Busto. <laughs> Um, so Southampton Town Justice Court Clerk Heather Drapel tells TMZ a judge has issued a bench warrant for Busto in connection with last month's case when Busto was arrested after cops said he showed up uninvited to her Hampton zone. He went and knocked on doors for six miles oh until he finally found her house. Dang. So he's supposed to go get fitted for the GPS monitor. He never showed. Um... Finally found her $6 million property walking onto some uh, some steps outside. He was end up, ended up cuffing old Chad Busto. Yeah, all the officers are like, I ain't going after yeah, you. Yeah. you got, this is, your this is Busto the Clown over here. <laughs> he was at my birthday party and knocked out my kid. <laughs> this came two days. The rest came two days after the video of him, Busto, rushing the stage at an interview that uh, she was holding with somebody. And that's, uh, I'd be frightened to death if I, I would have 24-hour security 
by big old fellers bigger and uglier than this feller. And he's he's a good looking ugly too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, you know this could be like the next Jeremy Meeks. It's like he cleans up good. <laughs> like that rugged you know? good looks. Remember that criminal oh, that yeah. all the women fell in love with? The model yeah. criminal. This this I mean that's a good. He's good looking. You know what I'm saying? It's but hard he, to tell with that yeah. you know, yeah. look on his face right now. But yeah, he looks different when he's got was, his, yeah. when he's got his busto clown oh, yeah. makeup on. Nine thirty nine on Star Water two point one. That's Dua Lipa on the Mark and Kim show. Look out for a Facebook post coming up. Later this afternoon, Kim is going to put up, based on the Selena Gomez song called Single Soon, in which she says the lyric, Not high, uh, high maintenance. I, I'm high maintenance. It's something to the effect of, <laughs> I'll make it better on the my Facebook post. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to ask me this right here. But anyway, high oh, maintenance. Have to, you're you the have one to be. You brought it up to me. Hey, I want to put this up on Facebook. I'm like, okay, well, but, let's promote it on the radio. But you have to be XYZ if you want to be with me. And so I'm going to ask, what is your XYZ? And I don't think being high maintenance is a bad thing. So we're going to talk about those things together. <laughs> you don't think being high maintenance is a bad thing. You no, know, I don't. Do you, we're going to talk do you, about you that. You know why? Because you're about as high maintenance as it comes. I am, but I'm going to tell you why it's not a bad thing. Because high maintenance has been made one of those things like, you know, that's negative. That's negative towards females. And it's not negative. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's, high, it's negative. I think high maintenance can be for men, too. Well. Men are high maintenance, too. Yes. No one's saying that it's a sexist thing. Well, but a lot of people, so, when they say, oh, she's high maintenance, they mean it well, what in does a high negative way. What have to do with the XYZ? Like, you have to be XYZ to be with me. Like, these, like her prerequisites, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah, the things you want in a relationship. If you're going to be with me, I need XYZ. And so, huh? well, I want to know what your X, Y, and Z are to, for a relationship. Well, you know you're going to get the basics. Loyalty and respect and a job. Right. Well, say, well, we hope those those should be <laughs> well, givens. Well, what I'm saying though is, what are you expecting out of this? And what does it have to do with high maintenance? Because it's not high maintenance. You said you're going to go on about high maintenance too. Yes, because some people say that you have to have. I mean, it's not like fanning somebody with you know leaves or something like that. Okay. It'll make sense. Oh, I, I promise so. you. <laughs> All right, coming up. You're trying to make it not make sense. I'm trying to figure out what the hell you're saying. <laughs> Like I do three-fourths of my day. What did Kim say? I don't know. We'll figure it out tomorrow. You got to have X, Y, Z if you want to be with me. Just even that tone. Is What's like, your X, Y, Z? Like skin kind of crawl a little bit. Yeah, little yeah. bit. All you people want is more, 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 more. Kimmy, Kimmy. More. <laughs> okay, so here we are with the podcast. Good morning, Good afternoon, good evening, as Mark likes to say. Whenever you're listening to it, we appreciate you listening to the podcast, whenever it is that you're listening. Where did Mark go? Is he, oh, hi. You're here. Oh, okay. You're here. All right. I've learned that if I've got something for the podcast, you don't start. Just <laughs> so, jump in, baby. <laughs> Just, I'm jumping in. Take over. Do what um, you do. I don't know. Let's see how mad we can get at each other today. I, well, I hope we don't get mad. Um, I'm kind of riled about something, though. Um, have you been keeping up at all with Kevin Costner's divorce mm -hmm. back and forth? Yes. I've been keeping up with it. Also, I'm, that he's quitting Yellowstone or has quit Yellowstone. He can't get along with his uh, with, uh, Taylor Sheridan, I guess, the writer of that show. Yeah, he's going to be in Costner court for that, too. Is another one of the situations where my favorite actors are like pricks and reprobates. Like Kevin Costner has always been one of my favorite actors, but he's a dick. Is he really? Yes. Now, see, um, I haven't been keeping up with the Yellowstone thing that much. He's been a dick for a long time. Much. Alec Baldwin, one of my favorite actors, dick. Yeah. So, 
and there was somebody else, and I just thought of it yesterday. One of my favorite actors is another douchebag, and I can't, but it doesn't matter. But what about Kevin Costner and his divorce, which I think... You may have to say more about the Yellowstone thing, because now, did you watch Yellowstone? Have you... I've kept up with it. You've I, kept up I, with I, all I, that? Now, be honest with you, I'm lost where it is and how to watch the next season or what i got to pay for to see it, because I know it's been on Peacock. I know it's been on Paramount+. Plus. I know that it's been on Paramount TV. It's It's... I'll be honest with you. I'm lost on it. If anybody wants to text us, like how to, it, when's the when the current season or new season is coming out and where it's going to be and how do I get it and do I have to subscribe to this that or the other and and does anybody want to share a password and blah blah blah? Because <laughs> honestly, I I just until it's like so obvious. Oh yeah, about six months ago the new Yellowstone season came out and now you can see it on Peacock. Okay, then boom. So you can sit down. I don't and have just to watch it, it in real time. I don't. Yeah. Ha- I don't care. There's not a show on television that yeah. I care about that I have to watch in real time, other than live sports. If it's live well, sports, yeah, you kind of got to watch well, that. Yeah, yeah, or you can record it yeah. without knowing what happened first. But I don't care if I watch only Bur- Murders in the Building late. I don't care if I watch Hard Knocks late. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I, you know. I just don't care anymore. I don't have to watch it live, like Game of Thrones, like the new House of the Dragon, whatever that's coming out. I think it would, you know, if it comes out on Thursday nights at nine o'clock, I will not be in front of the TV Thursday night at nine o'clock. I might be Friday morning. I've even made a habit of letting things stock up to where there's a bunch so I can watch because, them. Because I don't like we've talked about this before. Streaming is becoming network television. Yeah. By showing stuff on a night of the week, once a week just like they used to on network television, but they want to charge you now. Yeah. And you only get one channel when you pay. So you have to decide on what you want. And this, they're going to they're gonna screw themselves. Their own business model is going to screw people right back to the, you know, they cut the cord for cable television. You know, I could just stream. Well, when it becomes more expensive to stream than it does to have just normal television, you watch. It's all trending back towards going back to cable television. But you were saying about Yellowstone. No, I was saying about the divorce is what I was saying. Um, But anyway, he and his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife, because they're going through a divorce, Christine Baumgartner, uh, she was some kind of designer before they got married. Okay, I don't know. I want to say she designed handbags or something like that. I thought that was Monica Lewinsky. Well, she did that too. Okay. But anyway, she filed for divorce. Okay, and we, we start... The reason I brought up Yellowstone is because she wanted him to quit Yellowstone. And well, you he had, did, didn't he? And you had brought up that here's another wife who doesn't want her husband to make a living for the family um, because she was complaining that he wasn't home enough and, mm-hmm. and different things, and she wanted him to quit the show. Right. This is the Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen rap, uh, rant that I go on. Mm-hmm. Why can't just Giselle let her 45-year-old husband work? Supposedly, she had pressured him into retiring, and then when he didn't retire that last year he played, uh, that was the, the final straw. And why they couldn't stay together. And I'm thinking, you know, you work really hard six to seven months out of the year for a football season. And then, you, of course, you train like any other, you know, like in the off season. Because you have to in, stay in shape. In shape. You have but to do all your You've things. got more home time, more time to be with family. Plus, you're rich. You can transport your family anywhere you want them to go to meet you anywhere they need to be. Uh, you know, we can say it's easy to live that life from outside. But... You know, it just it just bothers me when someone doesn't want the other person in their family to do what they want to do when it comes to employment. Oh, Kevin Costner has enough money. He doesn't have to work anymore. It's not a matter of having to work anymore. It's part of your lifeblood. 
And so maybe that's what you want to do because it's what you do. He's mm-hmm. an actor. It's what he does. So wanting to work, he still wanted to work. Sure. But if things have worked out how they've worked out. But she filed for dis- divorce. Okay. Now they had a prenup and the prenup was um, he would pay her $1.5 million. This is when they got married 19 years ago. All right. And he would also um, make repayments on a property of her own for her. Um, up to $1 million. Okay, that was the prenup. That sounds like some outdated funds, out, outdated numbers based on the fact that he's worth like half a billion at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's, he's very wealthy. So she felt, she says now that she felt like she was pressured into that. So they've been going to court to work out child support and different things. So this is going to be an ongoing debate. Their divorce is not... I thought they'd already settled. The word I got over the weekend, the news I saw over the weekend, is she had asked for like $269 a month and she's down, and it's down to like 60000 a month. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. I've got that all here. She, they went and on Friday, this was all decided. So um, she asked originally... For $248,000 a month. Okay. That's what she originally asked for. A lot for. of money a month. They ended up, she was getting $129,755 a month. Still a lot of money. That's what the, they were giving her initially until they could get so to court. she asked for a bunch. She got less than that bunch. But it was still a bunch. Now they, a court has adjudicated this matter? Yes. The, the court has said now that she, uh, then she knocked it up to $162,000 that she wanted. And that's what they were deciding in court on Friday, this last Friday. And the judge finally said, no, this is what you're going to get. He will pay you $63,000 a month in child support. That is her child that. support 63000 times 12 so that's probably about $750,000 a year and just in child support that's the child support that's right. nothing else that's the child support it's about right oh. it's 756,000 a year <sighs> and she <laughs> she <laughs> is saying that is a complete joke well here's the problem though if that's just for the maintenance of the child not to support her they have 3 children okay He's also going to be. It's like it doesn't mean that he doesn't pay for kids to do things to. Like exactly. If they, like if, like if they're going to go to college and stuff, he's going to pay for that. If they're going to need shoes, they're going to wait till they go to dad's. And dad, I need shoes, and dad's going to buy the shoes. That two hundred seventy-five thousand or whatever it ends up being, or seven hundred fifty thousand. Excuse me, I got messed up. Yeah. Um, that that's you say you say you're saying that every dollar of that is going to the support of the children. Well, I don't believe that. And this is my point. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, okay, that's a healthy amount of money. They have three children, sixty three thousand dollars a month. I'm thinking that should be well enough to take care of them with him taking care of them too. Okay, because it's it's a fifty fifty. They have fifty fifty custody right now. Um, but they're still working those things out because, of course, the divorce is still going on. But for right now, that's where it is. What's your question? And he says, you know, I'm taking care of my children. Right. So her, some of the things that she said in court was, well, you know, their their level of living, the, the style that they're living now is in their DNA. Mm. And she says, she says that the $40,000 a month rental house that she has taken for her own right now mm-hmm. Is not good enough for them because they're used to being 50 feet from the ocean, you know, 50 feet from toes in the sand and in the ocean. And she says, Well, there's a lot. I mean, there is weight to a lifestyle that you have become accustomed to, legally speaking, which means if she's part of his earnings and she supported him while he was an actor and all this other stuff, then she has a right to live within the lifestyle to which she had become accustomed. 
And I guess if you're accustomed to, you know, toes in the sand, then maybe you should be accommodated as such by the funds available to him, which are at one point were funds available to the family. But while I agree with that, I I also feel that she has to kind of hold up her end, too. I mean, she she says that she already has a job. That was one of the things that the judge had asked her. What are your plans to hold up your end of supporting the children as well? And she says, well, I already have a full-time job taking care of the children. I agree. That is a full-time job. It's a full-time job, but it's not not employment. Because, no, and the children are 16, 14, and 13. Now, that does not mean that they're on their own, okay? I'm I'm not saying that her full-time job as a mom is not valid. I'm not saying that at all. That is a full-time job. But it's not an employed job. It's not an employed job. You're not paid for it. And she said, you know, the judge was kind of asking, what are your intentions for employment? And she said, well, I'm looking into that now. I'm looking into what do I need for schooling? What do I need, you know, to get a job? Look, I'm also, you know, what else is valid is when you have given up your life as uh, an employee of something Mm -hmm. or a business owner of something. And you've made a decision as a family. Mom, stay home with the kids. Dad out earning the living, and the living that he could earn was much greater than anything she could have earned because she wasn't an actress. She wasn't in the entertainment industry. Maybe she had her own handbag company, like you said, at some point. Maybe that does make her millions of dollars. Maybe she can get back into that. But uh, but the family decision was for her not to work because she she wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So that being the case, there's validity to the fact that that is as much of a role in the family as the breadwinner. Absolutely. Because I'll be honest with you. We always decided as a family myself that one of us was going to work full time and one of us is going to work part time. And that was when they were children, little itty bitty kids. Mm -hmm. That way they had the benefit of a guy who happened to work a job that was, you know, away from the house four hours a day. And I could be home in the afternoons while she would go to work in the afternoons part time. Mm -hmm. So we had two full time parents. Oh, I'm sorry, one full-time parent, one part-time parent, but we were both kind of full-time. They, we, that was a decision we made, and it, and it benefited our children greatly. Whatever family decision they've made, have you heard of any of the Costner kids in trouble with drugs no, or alcohol? No, right, not at so all. So they obviously are doing a pretty good job with their kids, giving them a good lifestyle, a good life to live. And so mom, being at home, she shouldn't have to go out and find another job. And I agree He's with that. He's got the money to pay her the, quote, fee or salary of being a full-time mom, whether that be 60000 a month or 120000 a month or whatever the case may be based on what they are normally earning, what they are normally accustomed to, she has a right to a significant amount of money per year, not only in alimony, but also in child support, if that money for child support is going to be going to... Paying for the support of the child. And I guess that does mean housing, I guess. Well, she's responsible for living in a house as nice as the house they lived in while they were together. So I can understand her point on that. And that's what they're saying on that. She's saying, if I, you know, if I'm the, the pure child support, the, the, and, and where that came from is because a forensic accountant came in. Now, I'd never heard of that. Um, but that'll happen like after death. Like if you. Let's say my wife dies and I don't know about all the finances. Mm -hmm. I would hire a forensic accountant and he would come in and with my name and information, serial number, birthday, all that stuff, can go and look in the banks for where she might have money or policies or accounts or whatever yeah that's what a lot of and it's not just about death i mean which would be the case with you because she handles all the money (laughs) yeah 
She goes, it's in a box. <laughs> so she would come in. And <laughs> it's, she... it's in this It's in this drawer. Everything Where's you need all those to know. papers I signed? <laughs> and, and, and yet we, because you don't want to ever think about your partner dying. No. You don't ever sit down and really go through it. Hell, I can't even have that conversation with my father who's in his 80s about where I need to look for anything concerning anything when he passes at some point in the future. Mm. Um, but he'll probably outlive me. But the point I'm making is that it's not necessarily easy to have that conversation. It's not. And a forensic accountant will have to go behind, and not just after death, but certainly sometimes like in a criminal investigation, yeah. like where's this money being hidden? How can they, you know, that's how people Well, and I have to imagine, do. the reason I thought this was probably brought in is because with Kevin Costner making the millions that he makes and- her running the household, taking care of the children, he probably doesn't know where all the money's going. I mean, if you think about it, um, or she like, doesn't know where all the money is. Like he could be earning well, money too. and being deposited. Let's say he's got a bank account she knows nothing of. That too, because he's got the money to do it. Charles Kuralt, remember the old CBS news anchor that had a family on the East Coast two and a family on the West Coast. Lives. He had two different lives and two different monies. He had mm-hmm. his money on this side of the world. He has money on that side of the world. So it would be very easy for someone with a lot of money to be able to, you know, have. Money places where nobody knows because every rich person has their getaway money. Every rich person has an overseas bank They're account. They're off the grid. Oh, yeah. Oh, they absolutely do. Money. Oh, it's not just a movie convention. It is mm-hmm. true that every rich person has getaway money that if everything went tits up, that they would be able to have, okay, I have $10 million in a Swiss bank that I'll never touch until everything hits the fan and then... Here I have some money to live on. Yeah. If you've made big money like Kevin Costner and you're not stupid and you've got accountants, every accountant will tell you, you need dumb money. Put this aside. You you need this money. This is getaway, stupid money. Put it away. That way you can have a life after everything else fails you. You've gone to jail. You've been busted. Hollywood has kicked you out. You know. Then, oh, well, still got $5 million sitting there that you can you know live on for the rest of your life. We've always talked about how the NFL players need to have somebody like that telling them that, you know? Because so many find themselves in trouble down the line where their oh, careers yeah, they, over but, early but, and they haven't put money aside. No, they haven't put any money aside to live at all. Well, this forensic um, accountant, which I didn't know about, I'm glad you explained that, looked into the finances to make sure that the kids were going to be covered because Kevin said, I want to cover my kids. I want to take care of my kids. I will be taking care of my kids. It's not just all on her. I'm going to be taking care of them too. We have 50-50. So the forensic accountant got in there and found out that in the finances, Christine, his soon-to-be ex-wife, was spending $18,000 a month on designer clothing, um, $3,000 a month on beauty products and treatments. But keep in mind... They live a different lifestyle, and if she's in front of cameras, and it's all part of his image, being a, being a beautiful wife takes money. May have to do with the aura of a, of an actor. I mean, it's just it's hard it's for us. To, it's lifestyle. hard for us to conceive of spending that kind of money. But at the same time, this is for child support. So the judge is to look at what is for the children and what is for her. $40,000 on gifts and flowers. 9,000 A month? Yes. A month. $9,000 a month at various ATMs. That's just running around money, I just guess. Pocket money. So Fold, that, folding cash. Yes. So that was the money a month on those items. So he took that out of what she was asking. That's $70,000. 
Okay. So then if you take that a month. All right. So then if you take the $40,000 a month rent out as well, mm-hmm. so you're adding up pretty big numbers that's not child support. Why do these people ever buy houses? Have you ever noticed that? They always rent, renting houses. And they rent for a lot a month, too. Right. And that's you can't help that. No, you can't. Now, I granted, mean, can she can she go live in you know Dubuque, Iowa? Yes, she can. But but if, that's not keeping the kids close to no. where Kevin's going to be. So, mm. so she has to live in the area. She like there's probably some order. You can't go moving out of the area, like to Idaho or something. Yeah. So it's it's just a and then and this is just the 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 child support. I keep thinking this could go on forever and ever, you know, seemingly because they have still so much. Well, They're going to be it keeping you up at night or something. Well, I just <laughs> I mean, it could go on forever. I, I guess, don't know what I'm going to do. I can't sleep at night. Well, it is bothering me because I guess what bothers me about it is I feel like people are trying to paint her as well. You've been on his side most of this argument, though. Well, I'm on I'm I'm on his side to an extent, but I also feel like people are trying to paint her as someone who wants a free ride. I feel like she needs to hold up her end of the deal. And she I do is feel holding like- up her end of the deal. She married a celebrity. He was already a celebrity when they got married. He's been an actor since the big chill back in the eighties. Yeah. Okay. He's been famous since uh No Way Out, which was nineteen ninety one. As a big time actor, he's made millions upon millions of dollars. If he really wants to, this is what I don't understand. And I've said this before, and I believe this, and I hope my wife is listening that the day that we do not want to be married any longer, or the day I, if I wanted her to go, like get out, I don't give a damn what she has, takes, t- takes in terms of have it all. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, go, take it all. Dude, it can't, I mean, it, let's say he's worth $400 million, mm-hmm. okay? Write her a check for $200 million and be done with it. Yeah. Like, give up half. I know you're probably one of those people that's so anal about everything. you got to have your money, and I earned it, blah, blah, blah. You're fine. How badly do you want to be divorced? Well, he there are people with a lot less who give up a lot less or give up a lot more, I should say, percentage-wise, just to get out of the bad relationship. If it's a bad relationship and you've made untold money, You've got money here, there, and everywhere. You are, look up, Ricky Research, look up how much is Kevin Costner worth, okay? But I feel like and part I, of, yes. I feel like part of the problem is I don't think he wanted to be divorced. He keeps saying, okay, maybe, too late. And maybe that's matter. part of the acting because he keeps saying, I'm in a place I didn't want to be. It doesn't matter. You're there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you wanted to be divorced. Guess what? Somebody in the relationship wanted to be divorced. Somebody did. And so she divorcing him. Doesn't matter who's. The, the guilty party. It doesn't matter. What is Kevin Costner's current net worth? And then cut that in half, and that'll be the size of the check that he should be writing today. So half of his net worth. Just to get it over. Half of his net worth is half of his net worth is what? $160 million. Is the check he writes today. Write the check. Because you know what that leaves you? $160 million. Mm-hmm. That if invested properly with a 10% return, can make you uh, what one point six million a year, huh? Oh, that's a one percent return, and that's plenty. How about but a ten? How about ten million dollars a month a year, just off the money that you have, just earning you interest? I mean, and you know, at nineteen years together, they still have some kind of love for each other. They have three children. That's not true. That well, is abs- you're right. That is you're right. They may not. Absolutely not. But true. he has said, of course, I have some love for her okay, because so she's he the says mother that, of my children. Don't make that as a given. Well, okay. because there are relationships. Where there is no love. 
there are relationships that stay together because of circumstance. Okay, you're so right. when people don't have 160 million, half of 390 or whatever, 300, whatever. I did the other math. You know, when they don't have the means to get away. Because that's they part stay. of the, that, yeah, you know, you're right. the, so don't say that. That is not true at all. But but he has said, of course I have l- some love for her. You know, we were married for 19 years. We have three children together. I guess what is bothering me about this is that it's th- the love that's there, that they say is still there, and, and that the children are having to see this, and it's just, it just, uh, it, it tends to turn so ugly, and for both sides. I mean, there's people who are saying, like you just said, why doesn't he just write a check for half of what he has? And I think about him saying, well, you know, I've I've worked for this. I've done this. What has and she, she done? And she supported him. She and raised she, his children. Exactly. So he gave him the lifestyle that allowed him exactly, to, to do be what all did. that he is. Yes. Because maybe he would have been it on his own. But he chose not to be. You're right. He married somebody, and that person supported him while he did what he did. So I'm all of the mindset that that is as big a role in the family as the, quote, money earner. Because you provided him a lifestyle that he thrived in. Mm -hmm. If he thrives in the lifestyle, it doesn't matter if he would have done it previous to her or without her, you chose to do it with her. Mm -hmm. And because thriving is an actual thing, financially, mentally, emotionally, physically, all those things, because that's an actual thing, well then guess what? She provided you a service. She may not have been employed by anyone, but you made a decision. But she had a full-time job, and that was running the household, running, you know, taking care of the children, making sure that they were supported, making sure that the household ran. That is a full-time job. And I just, and I so guess... So the payment should be half of everything you had that you earned during the last 19 years. Plain and simple. She helped, she provided the lifestyle that you thrived in. She needs to be paid half of what you have, no matter... During that what, time. ...what a prenuptial agreement says, mm-hmm. no matter what. Look, if that money grew during the time they were together... She money, was part of that. Right. She's absolutely part of that. And, and, and it, so there's two folds here. Mm-hmm. She supported him. And if you really want to get rid of the, situ- of the, of the relationship, just cut the check and get the hell out. I don't End know what, it how all. Much, how much more the do we have to dates. talk about this? I mean, what is there anything more to no, this? I mean, it's no. Just, I, it's like, it's not a real lifestyle because it's not a real world situation for anybody like you or me or anyone else that might want to divorce somebody. You're not going to be able to cut a check for $160 million and everybody can go about their merry way being rich for the rest of their life, which is, like I've said before, buying happiness. When I say that money buys happiness, it means it gives you the ability to not have money problems, and that's the number one cause for unhappiness, is because you don't have the money to support a lifestyle that you want to live. Now, sometimes when you get that money, you can still be unhappy, but this is not a real-world situation. You're really worked up about it. I'm not sure exactly why you are so invested in this. You're not even a... You know how some... There's certain news stories, there's certain entertainment stories that just hit you, and this one hit me because I felt like... Both sides, to an extent, were getting a bad shake. All right, we're starting to repeat ourselves, though. Well, that's you asked me again. You said, "Why is this bothering you huh? so much?" So that's what I was. How saying. How much sleep have you lost? That's the I question. didn't lose sleep over it. But <laughs> you I lay just, in bed at night. I and guess say, Gosh, I just want people to give them grace. What's Christine Baumgartner don't know. going through right now? Is the ex-wife to be of Kevin Costner? What's Kevin? Going through, I feel both sides. I don't know what to do. But more so, I feel for the children. You should be more concerned about Sam Asgari and Britney Spears and the fact that he has now unfollowed her on Instagram. That's, <laughs> that's the big news of the day. And what about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner? 
Yeah, and did when did you do this? Was this off on the air, off the air? Was it on the podcast that you thought I'd be like happy that she was free? Like I'd. I'd be I thought so- she was one of the ones that you. Um... She's younger than my daughters. Did we say this off the air? We did this off the air. Yeah. She's younger than my daughters. Yeah, but I thought. What do you, you... think? I'm into younger women. Have you not seen the no, women? I I'm... know you're not into younger I have, women. I married an older woman. I'm only attracted to older women, even to this, even now, like women in their 60s to me. I'm telling you right now, man, I got a hard on right now for Martha Stewart. And she's she's released another um, thirst trap. trap. Yeah. I'm kidding about the Martha Stewart thing. I haven't had a hard on in months, but I'm just saying uh, it's just it's just like you saying, that. oh, yeah, well, Sophie Turner's like, I thought that would be interesting to you. No, no. I like I like Game of Thrones. But don't make me sound like I'm a dirty old man going well, after no, some- No, I wasn't t- making you sound like you were- <laughs> How old is Sophie Turner? I'm guessing she's somewhere between 25 and 30, maybe even 24. Maybe she's 27. Is she that young? Yes, she's that young. She's, she's 27. Her, she's 27 years okay. old. Every one of my children is older than 27 years old. I thought you'd be interested in that. What I just went on about, <laughs> oh, I don't know, Reese Witherspoon, who's in her 40s. I yeah. guess she's a little younger than me. Or she is she 50 now? It doesn't matter. Sandra Bullock. Now, I don't Jones for her. Yes, I went to high school with her. I didn't have a Jones for her. But at the same time, I like older women. So don't mm-hmm. ever characterize me as a dirty old man I again. didn't characterize oh, you, you as said, a dirty old man. You said, I thought you'd be interested. I know you like uh, you know, a family. Oh, I, you know, I, I jokingly said, uh, you know, now you've got three. You've got Reese Witherspoon. You've and got you put, so you put Sophie category. Sophie you put Sophie in a category of women that I would want to be with. Yeah. Eh! Well, okay. <laughs> I was wrong. Oh. Why don't you just put the Olsen twins in there while you're at it? Billie Eilish, where's she right now? I know She's the 19, Olsen twins 20. are not your. I mean, these. I mean, I'm not into young women at all, at all. By the way, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have just released a joint statement and say there's been a lot of speculation as to why their marriage is ending, but it's truly, which of course means it's really not, uh, mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. See, a lot of people are thinking Sophie has done something because he's been spending, Joe has been spending a lot of time with just the kids, he taking care of them, and I just assume she had another well, job the news this morning, so She's a party girl, he's not. She wants to be out there doing things. He's a homebody. Mm-hmm. And if you're a party girl and he's not a party boy, then how can you survive that relationship? The, look, it's Hollywood. Yeah. Anytime you get a relationship that lasts more than six months, Eight months, a year, two, five. Five-year relationship in Hollywood is like you and me and our marriages of 25 and 37 yeah. years, respectively. So, please. All right. Dirty old man. Please. I didn't say you were a dirty old man. By saying that I was going after a 27-year-old, putting her in the same category as Reese Witherspoon and Sandra Bullock. Sorry. Goodbye. <laughs>